What's up, my people? I'm your host, Chet Hollenstack, coming in with a good word. And into tonight's reflection, I'm going to be talking about organizing our avenues, the different avenues towards the outcomes that we desire that would make us successful in whatever way we want to be successful in, whether it's money-related or not. And so when it comes to um, understanding that we have choices, but what's really special is that um, there's more than one right way to get what we want, usually. That's usually the case. And when we grow up in America or similar countries, we're, we're taught to want to get good grades. Like, like, we need them in order to go into higher education and then have some sort of credentials, like a degree of some sort to have some sort of certain job and then we make it financially and for some people this is totally the the path for them to be successful especially if they want to major in something that was worthwhile like engineering or computer science or being a doctor or being a lawyer and there's probably some circumstances where a less than worthwhile degree like psychology or business can land you into a high paying position um, for me, I chose not to go to college because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then a few years later, my early to mid-20s, I think it was my early 20s, I figured out what I wanted to do. And then I realized none of those would be a worthwhile degree in the job market. And I didn't want to accumulate debt because I, I just don't, I, I just didn't think that would be a good strategy for me. And I chose not to go to college. And I chose the path of freedom and lonesomeness and entrepreneurship and solitude where I'm just doing like my own thing. And so the reason I knew that was the right decision for me is because I organized my avenues. You see, I have a very special journaling method. Um, it's, it's a simple one. But the thing is, it's not like one of those little journaling books. It's actually a binder. And I got uh, section dividers that um, allowed me to flip from one section of the binder to another. I divide the journaling practices into one, two, three, four, five, you know, five, diff five to six different sections where I journal about different things regarding my identity and my framework of success. And so when it comes to that journaling practice, you know, the first section is just about the overview of whatever I'm thinking about, you know, what, what are the avenues, you know, so I journaled about, you know, what would my life look like if I went to college and for what degree? What are the possibilities of that? And also, I've asked other people about it. You know, people who have gotten to college and people who haven't gotten to college. I was just asking people I knew in my life, you know, what they thought about these different avenues. And I wrote, I wrote down the bullet points, the most important things I needed to know from them. And just a quick tip, um, the person that has the most valuable information regarding your path is you. It doesn't always hurt to get a little bit of feedback from other people, but if you but if you if you interview people too much and you get too much feedback from them, it makes it muddies your your path. 
It muddies your vision. It makes your thoughts unclear. It makes the path unclear. It makes the situation unclear. Um, so it's important to, you know, have know your limits with how many people you seek for advice. And that's why I talk about in the Personal Power series, the episode about establishing establishing your most trusted counsel. Those are the main people that you want to get advice from when you can regarding anything because your most trusted counselor are the people with the with discernment that you trust the most you trust their judgment the most and always be sure to trust your own judgment too and so when we're when we have a goal of some sort like to make money or to enjoy our time there's different avenues to that so there's the rational kinds of avenues where you do things by the book, you do things in the proper sequences, policies, and procedures, like you get good grades, you go to college, you get your degree, and you get a job in that field. Or you open up your own practice or whatever. Well, that, that'd be a rational way to go about it. And then there's also irrational ways to go about obtaining the outcomes we want, such as inaction, like Taoism, the philosophy of inaction, where... You don't do anything until the right opportunity presents itself. You let things unfold and you embrace life. Like you let the day happen to you. That would be irrational. But, or you could go the rational part and happen to the day. Where when you're happening to the day, you're, you're deliberately going out of your way to go down certain avenues in order to get closer to the outcome that you want. While the irrational way, letting the day happen to you, you just take small steps closer towards that outcome that you want. And both are perfectly fine. Both are equally great. Great ways to be, great ways to accomplish something. And also, like I said in the Beginner's Luck Strategy episode, I talked about how Gary Vee says, love the process, you know, not the outcome. And Grant Cardone says, love the destination, not the journey. So those are two equally great perspectives from two really successful people. And um, it's just interesting to see how there's usually more than one right way to go about doing something. So it's more about, it's less about, is this the right avenue to take? And it's more about, is this the right avenue for me to take? And that's why journaling is such an important thing. And so going, revisiting my journaling practice with this binder, I call it my business journal, but it's, it's a binder full of business stuff. And sometimes I type stuff up on the, on the computer. Like I use the templates on word document to, you know, make little charts and graphs about how I think about things and I print them out and put them in there. But you know, that, that's like extra stuff that I do just to keep information and data organized and you can do the same. But other than that, when it comes to the journaling itself, <coughs> excuse me, the first section is all about the overview of what you're doing. So you look at your identity and then you look at the opportunities around you. And then you also look at what you can and cannot do about it. And then you have to determine what you will and will do about it. And then the next section is about, um, the, the specifics about what exactly is happening. 
and what could happen. It's where you hypothesize, you know, these different avenues. And the reason this is such um, an important, you know, journaling practice, just those two sections, is because you build a clear idea of what, what exactly is at stake and what exactly um, do you need to do and what you don't need to do. Because it's one thing to be present with our choices. It's another thing to organize our avenues. So when it comes to being present with our choices, it's being aware that we have the power to influence ourselves and our lives and the quality of things. Because our choices and habits determine the quality of our character and our destiny, like our outcomes. So that's one thing. Being present with our choices and being aware of the power of them, that's, that's one thing. Now the next thing is about organizing the avenues. And the choices, the choices you make put you on a different path. When you start executing, you know, you, you make a decision, you make a choice, and then it becomes an action you're starting to go down an avenue. You're starting to go down a path that may or may not lead you to the outcome or like the destination that you want to be at. And there's different ways we can do it. From just going with the flow, be irrational, let, let it all happen and see where it takes us, or the rational way where we happen to it and we're deliberate and strategic and proper and we do things properly the best we can. And see where that leads us. And both can hopefully lead us closer to the outcome and destination that we want to be at. And so our choices our choices are different actions and inactions we can do. And those actions and inactions will express our priorities. Actions always give away priorities. And that's why when someone apologizes to me, I think words are nice. But what, what a true apology is, is changed behavior and atonement. And when somebody demonstrates with their actions that they're sorry and they atone for it and they change that necessary part of themselves, to me, that's a real apology. Not just saying, oh, I'm sorry I hurt you in this way, blah, 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 blah. Words are words. You know, words are nice, but words can definitely be empty and not carry any weight to them and be meaningless. But actions, patterns, you can trust patterns. You can, you can, like, be, be skeptical of words, be skeptical of actions, but always trust patterns, especially when dealing with people. You know, um, we are creatures of habit. So if someone has a habit of doing something that will make them sorry to you, you know, they're, the, the, the way you know they're truly sorry is if you see them changing their patterns and putting, or at least putting in a lot of effort. And, you know, because our choices, they start off as thoughts and then words and then actions and then patterns. Like habits create patterns. And those patterns lead us down different avenues of life in this journey of life. And don't, don't mistake what I'm saying to be like, life is something to be figured out. Like the, this journaling practice about organizing your avenues, it's not about figuring things out. It's simply about bringing clarity to not just being present with your choices, but organizing the avenues you have towards your idea of success, the outcome that you want, the destination you want to be at. 
So it's not about figuring it out. It's just about having a clear understanding of the different avenues you can take to achieve something. Nothing feels better than organizing the different things you can do to get what you want and then fulfilling it. And you see, life is very much unpredictable. And there's times we, no matter what we do right, sometimes things just don't work out and that's okay. So that's why it's important to think clearly about these avenues we take. So even if it wasn't the right one, we can maneuver ourselves to the right one. And that's what this is all about. Let's say your goal is to, you know, the outcome that you want is to walk to the gym and then use the back machine and do your necessary reps on it, your sets and your reps. Okay, well, first you need to take the avenue of changing into your gym clothes. Oh no, they're not, they're in the, they're in the dirty hamper. You better go wash them. See, look, an obstacle came up in that little avenue. But it made perfect sense. Oh, I would just go to the dresser and change into the gym clothes. That makes sense. Oh, wait, but since I'm a human being and I forgot, I, I forgot to do my laundry. So you do your laundry. You, you took a detour, but that's okay because you had patience. You, and then once they're all dry and all that and you change into your gym clothes, you know, um, you, go, you go out the front door. And then you start walking to the gym. And then you realize you have to cross the street at one point. So then you have to wait for the cars to go by. So then you can cross safely. Another obstacle. But you made it through because you had patience. You knew you were doing the right things to get the outcome that you wanted. And so you're on your way and then it starts raining. But that's okay. A little, a little rain never killed anybody. A little bit of water never killed anybody. And so that's kind of a bummer. But you make it to the gym. You sign in. You put your stuff in the locker. And then you start off with cardio. Because that's what you wanted to do before you, you know, started lifting. So you're doing cardio. And then you get off and then you try to go to the back machine that you wanted to use. That was the destination you wanted. Somebody's already using it. And then somebody else wants to use it after them. So then you just make do. See, look, you got the third obstacle or actually fourth, you know, if we include the rain. Okay, that's fine. But now you're becoming a little bit more impatient because you're so close to getting what you wanted. And, and you already had your energy, you know, some of it taken from you to deal with the other things. From the laundry, which took you like an hour to wash and dry the clothes. And then, you know, walking there took 15 minutes. And then you it went a little slower because you were in the rain. And then you had to wait for car. So that's another five minutes or so. But you made it. And you did your other workouts. But it's back day for you. And then finally, the machine is free. And you, it's all cleaned up for you. And then you start using it. And then after you're done, you feel so proud of yourself and satisfied because you accomplished what you wanted to set up to do. And you took the proper avenues despite that there were obstacles in the way. And so you're able to come home and you cross it off your to-do list. And there you go. You did the necessary responsible things to take care of yourself. And you see, the, the path to success isn't linear. I don't think much things in life really are linear. And so, 
That's why when we organize our avenues and we journal about it, you see. Um, oh, and by the way, this is where the third section of the journal comes in, tracking my daily activities. Yes, that is really tedious. It's rational. And it takes patience and discipline to write about pretty much everything you did, as many things as you can remember from your day. You journal it out. And why is that necessary? So that way, when you do want to go to the gym on back day and work out, you, you kept track of your doings, and that way you already knew if you should do laundry or not before that day. Do you, get, do you see what I mean? Like, understanding our doings and our patterns and our habits says a lot about who we are. But it's more than just that. It's also about preparing ourselves for the future and even near future. Um, and the other, the other two sections of this journaling practice, so it goes overview, the specifics of the objectives, and then it goes into the daily habits that we have, the daily doings we did, and then it goes into goals that are realistic, the fourth section, and then the last one, the fifth section, is about unrealistic goals. Um, and it's important to be in tune with those different things, but I'll get to that in a second. And so when it comes to working out at the gym, that's a pretty realistic, it's a pretty realistic goal. There's not too much that could really get in the way of that. You know, not often anyway. And so if you don't organize your avenues, um, you, you, you could become, you know, victim to um, everything else and, every, and everyone else having your way with you. You're unorganized. Your priorities are not in order. You know, I'm not saying you have to be super rational or super irrational, but I'm saying balanced. Like, you know, make it make an effort to journal as much as I'm talking about. You know, just for the sake of clarity. And so, you know, same thing applies to long-term goals. Like, instead of working out at the gym that day, you know, you're, you're thinking three to five years down the road, I want to you know, be this kind of person. I want to have done X, Y, and Z and be masterful at X, Y, and Z. And and so that, that way, this journaling practice, you're, you're doing the overviews of these things you want to be accomplished at in a few years. And then you're writing down the specifics of what you need to do. And then you're journaling about the time you spent, like how you spent your time in the day. And then that gives you the clarity to go, okay, well, I spent too much time playing video games here. So tomorrow I'm going to, I'm not going to play video games. I'm going to focus more on this course regarding this thing, or I'm going to spend more time on this book regarding this thing. You know, wh whatever it is that would help you be better at the thing you want to achieve. And so that's why it's important to understand the overview of what we want to do, understand the specifics of what we need to do to accomplish things. And then understand our doing so we can manage our time better. And being as precise as we can, like literally everything we do is like writing down the things we did in a day. It gives you so much information about what you should do better tomorrow. And then like the, the when it comes to writing about the realistic goals, you know, it, it gives you a sense of like what's a high value thing you could achieve realistically you know, in the short term and long term. And then writing about the unrealistic goals, the idealistic goals, 
it gives you like that motivation and it, it fills your heart with wonder and it sparks magic in your thoughts and it motivates you to take more action to make them more realistic. Um, because nothing is impossible to he who tries, as Alexander the Great once said. And so this is just a little journaling practice, which I do recommend a binder, a binder and then like section dividers with the little colors so you can just flip to the next section. And obviously put paper between the sections, like a lot of paper for each section because you're going to be using this a lot. And once, once you get good at this, like organizing your avenues, you're not going to have as much clutter in your mind or in your life. Because it's all going to be organized in this business binder. Or it could be a personal binder, but, you know, maybe you want to make money on these things, so you can call it a business binder. But, you know, everything will be organized in this binder for you. So that way, the overview of things don't need to be on your mind all the time. The overly specific things don't have to be cluttered in your mind. Neither the way, you're, and you're not going to be guessing at how you're spending your time or how you should be. And then you're going to like feel motivated having your priorities in order, having the realistic goals and the unrealistic goals organized. So then you have a better sense of like what needs to be done. So those five sections all together, you know, um, constitute your framework of success in your doings and how you're going to achieve them. Because you've organized your avenues and it can make your mind more clear, your priorities more clear, and your actions more deliberate. And that is the lesson tonight.